0: Because when the one who calls us is holy, we are to be holy in what? In our conduct, in the way we live. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, the triune God says, you should be holy for I am holy. That is so relevant, LaDonna. How relevant is that verse to our discussions about living a biblically healthy indigenous faith? As obedient followers of Christ, we are not to be drawn back to the passionate past of our pre-Christ cultural and personal ways, which the inspired scripture says comes not from God. Where does it come from? It comes from our former
1: ignorance. Welcome to Indigenous Faith with Craig and LaDonna Smith. For the next 30 minutes, we invite you to join Craig and LaDonna as they open God's word and help indigenous followers of Jesus Christ learn how to live a biblically healthy life in the context of their culture and tribal traditions. Craig is a member of the White Earth Band of Ojibwe Indians, from Northern Minnesota, and is an author, public speaker, and gospel singer. LaDonna is from the Navajo Nation from the American Southwest. She is also a gifted singer, and writer, and a deeply committed student of God's Word. Together, they have served Christ for over four decades in a ministry that has taken them to indigenous people all across North America, and to a dozen countries around the world. Once again, thank you for joining us today. For this week's edition of Indigenous Faith. And now, get ready to take a journey with Craig and LaDonna into God's Word to see what He has to say about living out an Indigenous faith that helps us all live lives that please Him and gives us power for victorious Christian living.
2: With Holy Power. He will defeat every evil thing that has made our lives sad and difficult and deliver us forever to a world free of all that is wrong. I'm looking forward to that, great
0: Hey, day, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Well, not only does holiness, the we talk about three things. First of all, you talk about holiness providing comfort, and it does. Mm-hmm. But there's a flip side. We have to realize that there's this flip side that not only does holiness provide comfort, But holiness also brings about rebuke. Holiness also brings about rebuke. In order to understand that, to discover another impact that the holiness of God has in real life and in real time, we have to go back to Isaiah's book, back to the sixth chapter. Look at the prophet's response to his startling vision in verse 5 where he says this, well remember he talked about seeing the Lord high and lifted yes. up right what a picture and then he looks at himself <laughs> oh, yeah. and and when you when you contrast a holy god against uh, mm-hmm. even you know Isaiah was a prophet he was a man of god but even the man of god can be and must always understand the the, the sinful bent that we have as the, as the hymn says prone to wander Mm -hmm. Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. Any one of us is capable of grotesque sin and falling away from God. And Isaiah says, when he contrasts his own inward reflection with his outward reflection on the holiness of God, he's left to say this, "'Woe is me, for I am lost. I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell among the people of unclean lips.'" Why, because my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts, that's
2: the comparison
0: that's what caused him yeah. to understand his own frailty him and, him and weakness. See yeah. you see the holiness of God, I mean we 're mm. left with oh my goodness why would why would I deserve even an ounce of his grace and mercy but he's he's provided so much of it for me that it's going to win me a place in heaven mm. it's going to win me eternal life mm. it's going to offer me that. Mm. Wow. Isaiah doesn't have just a wow response to God's holiness. Yes, he's blown away, but my friend, he's blown away in brokenness. Have you ever been blown away in brokenness, my friend? Have you ever been, when you consider the glory and and power and, and amazing creativity of the God who made heaven and earth, made you, gave you the gift of life, gave me the gift of life, Realize how we've shipwrecked our lives because of sin. Uh, He's blown away, Isaiah is, but he's blown away in brokenness because he recognizes how morally separated he is from the Lord. And My friend, it's only in the face of the holiness of God that you and I, just like Isaiah, will ever be broken by the disaster of the sin that lives within Mm -hmm. us. My friend, keep short record of sin. Mm -hmm. Deal with it. As a believer in Christ, as you're living out indigenous faith, if you happen to stumble and fall, realize that that loving God, that holy God, he hates sin, but he loves you. Mm -hmm. And he's willing, ready, and able to forgive and deliver us from the consequences of sin. But sometimes he doesn't deliver us from the consequences. There are times he does, times he doesn't. And that's what we have to understand and recognize. You see, my friend, we have a problem. Sin doesn't always appear sinful to us. Sometimes it's attractive, and sometimes it's even exciting. It's only in the face of the holiness of God that we fully realize sin is more than a list of bad behaviors and more than breaking a set of abstract rules. Catch this, my friend. Sin is a disastrous condition of the heart that causes us to willingly and even repeatedly rebel against the authority of God in our lives and do what we were never intended to do. Now, it's the holiness of God that tells us, since we cannot escape (laughs) ourselves, we all need a Savior who can do what we can't, and that is rescue us from ourselves. Mm. You simply can't consider the holiness of God without also mourning your own sin. I cannot consider the holiness of God without mourning my own sin and crying out for the grace of Jesus. Mm, mm. But there's a third thing, LaDonna. Mm. Why don't you lead us into that, would
2: you? Yes, and that's on the holiness <clears throat> defines our calling. Because holiness is all about God's character, it becomes our calling as his children by inheritance. 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 14 to 16 says... As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy.
0: There we see it again. We we, we looked at that verse in the first ep- episode on holiness, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Those verses, I mean... <clears throat> but something jumped out at me as I was looking at this, and it's relevant to our uh, defending of historical Christian faith and and really um, pushing back against redeeming a culture teaching. Because notice what what uh, Ladonna just read. You know, we are f- first of all called to be obedient, right? Mm-hmm. To obey is better than sacrifice. Mm-hmm. The Scriptures tell us obedience is such an important aspect. And he says, don't be conformed, don't live back in the old passions of our former ignorance. In other words, the former ways we lived in our, and that the context of that is any human cultural upbringing, any of us are grown up in, mm-hmm. whether it be an animistic culture where we worship the spirits and there's the uh, supernatural world that we have to appease through sacrifice and there's the embracing of the sacred objects of our people and all that. He says, as obedient children, don't don't live in those ways anymore. That's the clear teaching of what Mm -hmm. God's word is saying in 1 Peter. That's what Peter's telling Mm -hmm. his listeners. Under the leading and empowering and instruction of a holy God who gives us his holy word, the the original intent of what he's trying to say is don't live in the passions of the old way, the former ignorance. Because when... The one who calls us is holy. We are to be holy in what? In our conduct, in the way we live. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus, God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, the triune God says, you should be holy for I am holy. That is Mm -hmm. so relevant, LaDonna. Mm -hmm. How relevant is that verse to our discussions about living a biblically, healthy, indigenous faith? As obedient followers of Christ, we are not to be drawn back to the passionate past of our pre-Christ cultural and personal ways, which the inspired scripture says comes not from God. Where does it come from? It comes from our former ignorance. Instead, we're called to pursue a new way of living and conduct that's based upon what? Based upon the holiness of our God. We are not to pursue the redeeming of our old cultural ways, But instead, because the Sovereign Lord has already pursued the redeeming of you and me, Mm -hmm. we are now called to pursue holy living based upon how he calls us now to live based upon the pages of his holy word. Mm -hmm. Here's the best way to understand it. You're holy, and you've been called to be holy. If you're God's child, you stand before him as righteous. Why? because the perfect righteousness of Jesus has been given over to your personal account. But there's a second aspect to this. You are holy because you've been bought with the blood of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And you and I are not our own. We are no longer our own. 1 Corinthians six nineteen and 20 says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who lives in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. Mm-hmm. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Mm -hmm. Now to say we are holy means that we've been set apart by God's grace for God's purposes. Our allegiance is no longer to the kingdom of our past cultural, traditional ways and religious practices, but to his kingdom of glory and grace. Mm -hmm. And where and how do you do this? Simply stated, you do this wherever you are, whomever you're with, and in whatever you're doing. There's a third and final aspect. You and I have been called a holy living. This means that between the dates that will ultimately be chiseled into our tombstone, obedience matters. Every thought, every desire, and every word, every choice, and yes, even every action that we do must be done in a spirit of humble surrender to the commandments of God. Now, as we consider the impossibility of this call, Take time to remember that God never calls any of us to a task without enabling us to do it. Mm. God calls us to be holy, my friend. Yes, he does. And then you know what he does? He sends his Holy Spirit to live inside of us so that we would have the wisdom and strength to do that, what we need to do to surrender to this holy call in all that we do. Mm. Mm. And then finally, there's an important aspect about holiness that I think should be the hallmark of every follower of Jesus Christ. So, where should today's discussion of the holiness of God ultimately lead us, LaDonna?
2: To celebrate holiness. To celebrate we love celebrations, holiness. don't
0: we? Yeah, it should lead us to celebrate yes. His grace in our I mean, lives.
2: You know, sometimes people think, well, it's so hard to be holy. Why would why would I want to have a, a celebration about that? But here we're to celebrate holiness. There's and, a blessing that comes from it.
0: And Doctor Doctor Tripp gave us some great insights as to how we com- how we uh, recognize his grace based upon based upon his holiness. Yes, Show us those be- things, honey.
2: Yes, because of his grace, we know that our Lord is holy. Because of his grace. We've accepted and not rejected Him. Because of His grace, we're comforted by His holy rule. Because of His grace, we become aware of the gravity of the sin that infects all of us. Mm-hmm. Because of His grace, we run to God for help and not away from Him in fear. Because of His grace, God appointed His perfect Son to Jesus, to be the perfect sacrifice for imperfect people. I love the way he put that. That's me and (laughs) you. Yes. Because of his grace operating within us, we should be experiencing both the conviction of sin and a desire to live holy lives. Because of his grace, we have been invited to live in God's holy presence forever and ever. (laughs) That's so awesome.
0: All, All of that all tied to the holiness of God Mm -hmm. based upon our um, understanding of his, because of his grace, we should celebrate the grace of God. My friend, do you celebrate God's grace today? Amen. Do you revel in it? Do you take joy in all that his grace has afforded us? And again, it's all tied to the holiness of God, isn't it? What what such an important doctrinal truth the holiness of God is. You see, my friend, the holiness of God obliterates our autonomy. It obliterates our self-sufficiency, and it drives us to the Savior who alone is able by his life and death to unite formerly unholy people to a holy God. God reveals his holiness to us, not as a warning that we should run from him in eternal terror, but as a welcome to us to run to him. Where weak and failing sinners always find grace that lasts forever,
2: yes, and Craig, so can you tell us here how does all this relate to the redeeming of culture teaching?
0: well, as we always try to do, you know the whole reason we 're bringing out these theological concepts like christology and and uh, uh, holiness and and uh, and we 're going to continue to be unpackaging very key theological concepts. As we have studied the redeeming a culture movement, it is these theological concepts that are being what I guess the best way I can put it is being infringed upon by the teaching that goes down this road. And uh, I I think uh, you know there's there's a number of things we can we can uh, uh, speak to regarding this, but I want to point out just a, a few. I don't want, I want to just. We'll be covering a lot of this as we continue on with other theological concepts, but a couple of things that jump out to me from my own um, dealings with this teaching and uh, looking at it and studying it and comparing it up against the Word of God. It leads me to ask one very simple question. First of all, if according to the Redeeming a Culture folk, if everything in our past culture is redeemable, the question is, why would there be the doctrine of separation then? why would the doctrine of separation even exist mm-hmm. you know we are it's not just to uh, the bible says to come out from them be separate says the lord as we saw paul's letter to the corinthians but this says no we we can continue to participate in these things we just if i'm participating in a in a traditional ceremony that involves the invoking of the spirits and i'll just join in with it and just attempt my own personal involvement in it will be my own personal worship of the Lord. You know, I'll be uh, kind of subtly there, uh, you know, engaging in it. That's not what the doctrine of separation Mm -hmm. teaches, but that's what this pushes up against. I I think that that is one of the, um, what I would call the alarming things that that concerns me as we look at uh, this whole teaching. I remember a number of years ago, uh, sitting with one of the leaders of this movement in an event, and uh, uh, the comment was made as we were on the platform together. The comment was made by this individual. He said, "You know, I uh, I feel the liberty to do everything all the way up as close to sin as possible mm-hmm. for the purpose of trying to reach mm-hmm. my people with the gospel." In other words. I will part- I will go right up to that sin line, uh, and and live it out in that way, so I can be relevant to the people mm. I'm trying to reach. Is, is that what the doctrine of holiness teaches mm-hmm. us? <laughs> how how can how can and, and unfortunately, the uh, the idea behind that was not original to him. It actually came from a a, a, a internationally known Christian leader who was a head of a huge church in, uh, in the Chicago area that uh, was uh, uh, identified itself as, as being a seeker-sensitive kind of uh, way of uh, philosophy of ministry to reach lost people with the gospel. How does that measure up against the holiness of God and when he calls us to live wholly separated lives? It is only, you know, I mean, if, if I am living as close to sin as possible without crossing that line, how does that even show a difference Mm -hmm. to a lost person who is so distraught by the effect of the sin in their life? And they're looking for answers. They're looking for a contrasting life, a life different. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's the human heart. God has put eternity in the hearts of all people, the Bible says. And there is a yearning for God. There Mm -hmm. is a spiritual hunger. That's why there's world religions, that's why there's mm-hmm. even within our, our our indigenous cultures around the world, there is a seeking of God. Mm-hmm. And how do you find him when you don't even see a difference in the life of those he supposedly impacts? <laughs> mm-hmm. I I can't make any sense of that, Ladonna. And especially as I as I understand the teaching of the Word of God, you know, how how in the world that makes any difference? Uh, is is beyond me now. I don't know if you have any additional uh reaction to that, but that alone uh, is enough. Uh, I I mean right up front years ago when I first started looking at this mm-hmm. and hearing this kind of philosophy being promoted, I thought to myself, my goodness, that that's so contrary to what the word of God teaches. That mm-hmm. is so contrary to the holiness mm-hmm. of God. Yes. And the base as we've all as we've been saying through these Episodes that the holiness God calls us to live is based upon his holiness, and that's not something to take lightly mm. yes it you know is. i don't have mm. I don't have the um, uh status in mm. eternal issues I don't have in the eternal kingdom of the world uh to uh to raise my fist up to God and say no i I'll, I'll interpret the scriptures the way i want it I'll make it say the way I want it to say no The holiness of God requires us to bow our knees in humble Mm -hmm. submission to him and look at the word of God and say, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what my culture interprets this to be. What matters is what the word of God says my culture should be, how I am to now live a new life based upon the teaching of the kingdom of God, Mm -hmm. because God is holy Mm -hmm. and he's called me to live a holy life. Holiness is so important to the life of the indigenous believer. Mm. We can't live a godly life without it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you honey just to yes, any last so thoughts important. you have on that and then would you just pray? Sure. I we, I love it when you mm. finish our sessions and these addressing these concepts with Oh, it's so important
2: so important to be biblical, dear. You know, yeah. to that's our that's what we follow. Yeah. That's what we embrace. That's what we love. I'm so thankful for the word of God. And it's so important, like you said, to be able to make a difference. Let Jesus make a difference in us to a lost world, yeah. to, lost, to lost families and communities. We, they need the Lord. Sometimes we get, we get tired because we don't see a lot of fruit from our labors, maybe. But I I want to encourage you, if you're one of those out there that's listening right now, very weary and you're tired. You're tired because you're you're not seeing progress, maybe in your own spiritual life or in the lives of others that you just wish that you could just make a decision for them to come to the Lord and you know you can't. But I just want to encourage you today that Now is the right time to make things right with the Lord, because we do not know when the Lord is going to return. And these are troublesome days. And for those that uh, are weary, um, the Lord says, Come unto me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm -hmm. There's a rest, Craig, in spite of the turmoil and there's a trust there and 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 uh, a reason for obedience and embracing of the word of god so let me just share this verse here in 1st Thessalonians 5 it says here in verse 21 but examine everything carefully let's do this okay brothers and sisters in christ Indigenous faith believers, but examine everything carefully. Hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely and may your spirit and your soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And listen to this my brothers and sisters in Christ. Faithful is he who calls you and he also will bring it to pass. Oh dear brothers and sisters in Christ, Lord, we come to you. And you know our hearts, Lord. We we do long for your return. But we know that there's a whole lot of living down here until you do come. And you promised that you would come. But right now, Lord, I'm I'm just I lift to you all the hearers, Lord, that have been listening to the sharing today, you know them inside and out. You know where their struggles are and their cries to you, Lord. And we know that you, in turn, are groaning for us, Lord. You are. You, you feel that that hurt, and, and you long that we come to you and give this up to you. So, God, I pray for those that are compromising and that are thinking that they can do so. We just can't. We want our whole, you want our whole body, soul, and spirit to belong to you. And so, Lord, I pray for those that are struggling, that they would make a decision to choose you. And to those that are discouraged for family, community, God, you have placed us here. You said you put us in the world. We're not to be live like the world, But we're to live in the world with you in our lives, filling us, so that we can be able to live our lives pleasing to you. That spills out, spills out to those around us. That makes a difference. That shows that it's you living in us that makes us different. So God, we I just lift, Lord, the burdens to you this at this hour, Lord. And we give you thanks and praise. We're looking forward to the next time that we get together, Lord. And may your word richly dwell in us. In Jesus'
1: name, amen. Thank you for joining Craig and LaDonna Smith and the Indigenous Faith Podcast. We trust today's episode has been an encouragement to you and helpful to you as you grow in faith as a follower of Jesus Christ. You can subscribe to this weekly broadcast and receive notifications when the next episodes are available. Simply follow the prompts on the TribalRescue.com website or the podcast platform you're using to sign up today. Don't forget to visit the Smiths' website, TribalRescue.com, to learn more about the Smiths and Tribal Rescue Ministries. Be sure to visit their online store, where you can find more Indigenous faith resources, including Craig's six-part DVD video series and his six-part audio CD version of the same teaching. Also, Craig takes you deeper into the scriptures in his recently released Indigenous Faith paperback book, which will help you learn the secrets to a strong Indigenous faith. All these resources, and other great books authored by Craig and Madonna, can be accessed at their online store when you visit tribalrescue.com. The Smiths are dependent on the financial support of those who are benefiting from their teaching, preaching, and music ministry. Craig and LaDonna would like to ask you to consider supporting this ministry through your online giving, which you can easily and safely do on the tribalrescue.com website as well. You can also make your gift recurring if you so desire. If you'd like to support Craig and Madonna, it will help them keep this podcast on the air, help them produce more books and resources, and enable them to continue sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ among people groups around the world. We'll see you next week, dear friends, on another edition of the Indigenous Faith Podcast. Until then, may the Lord richly bless you as you live out your own God-honoring and biblically-based indigenous faith.